What's going on, everybody? It is Monday, August 28th, and you are watching the Day Daily AI Show live. Welcome, 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 everybody. Uh, let's get rid of the music there. All right, welcome. It's good to see everybody. We got everybody except for Carl today. He couldn't make it, but he will be back tomorrow. And today, the topic of conversation is AI and video. So we've been talking off, off the show, before the show, and talking about sort of the different ways that we've been using AI ourselves or using different video concepts. We're going to be leaning heavily on uh, Aaron, who's, who does. He's our resident expert when it comes to uh, all the amazing stuff that we'll let him get into, as well as Jimmy and stuff like that, and talk about how we're going to get use AI for distribution for this show. And hopefully from there, you guys will get all sorts of great ideas on how you can use it in your own processes. So with that, I'm going to pass it over. Aaron, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Howdy, everyone. So Lord, I, I could spend like two hours talking about this subject, so I'm not going to. <laughs> so I've done a very simple um, PowerPoint slide, which I will show you three or four slides of and then move it out of the screen. And then I've got stuff open on tabs. And then finally, in terms of some sample or demo videos, um, I'll just show you um, one of my YouTube channels where the, that stuff's there. So you can go and check that later on. So if we want to, Jimmy, can you uh, throw the screen up? There we go. Nice and ready. Beautiful. So my primary area of expertise is around using AI video for sales and marketing. So I'm a marketing guy, basically, but I've also got a sales background. Very powerful tool. So, you know, some of the sample use cases, if you've, look, look, let's go and do the right thing. If you've never thought about doing this before, what could you use AI for? So some of the most obvious ones are video commercials. So for example, if you're making ads for YouTube and or Facebook, then AI video can be a really good solution. And then we'll show you a couple of examples in a minute. Uh, video content, and that's probably more around the lines of, so anyone who knows um, Rachel from the AI Exchange, you'll know that she got famous, I think, using Instagram Reels and TikTok. So the more that social media kind of stuff. So how you can you create those kind of things. You can do things like explainer videos or training and learning development videos. There's lots of options here. So the, then it comes down to choosing the right tools. So there's a there's a like everything in the AI space at the moment. There's a million and one tools. Not everything has become the uh, the 800 pound gorilla of the market. Um, so you've got to decide what is it you want. So my personal favorite AI tool is for face to camera. So like a video spokesperson. And I use that a lot because you know, my big thing about video marketing is it's a great way to get your potential clients to know, like, and trust you. And an easy way to do that is when they see your face to camera like this. Um, then there's also things like um, slides or B-roll type video with voiceovers, um, screen recordings. If anyone's ever used a tool, I might go-to product in that space for many years has been Camtasia, but there are um, multiple AI tools that can do screen recording now. Uh, a big part of AI videos is the voices. So you can either do your own voice recordings, and I do that quite a lot with my face-to-camera stuff, or you can do AI um, voice applications or tools to create that you can literally write text to voice. You write your script and it creates the voice for you. Um, another tool is for things like doing transcriptions or captions. As far as I'm concerned, 99% of all video you should be publishing should have a captions or transcriptions on it. The reason being that when people are watching your video, they might not be in a position to have the audio on. So you've got to have that transcription there. 
Um, audiograms, they're basically, if you, you may or may not have run across them before, so they're basically like an image where it's just a voice playing in the background um, and you'll often see like the sound wave moving up and down. And I'll show you a real quick example of that. And then last but not least is video repurposing. So a big part of content creation in the marketing side is you might record a, a big long video, for example, uh, maybe a training uh, thing or something, but then you can take that and use AI tools to chop out the important segments and create small little one or two minute videos that you can repurpose across different platforms like TikTok or Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. So my two preferred tools to do most of this are Descript.com and HeyGen. Um, Descript, you may already be familiar with. Descript is basically a video editor that uses text to do most of its work but it does a whole pile of other stuff nowadays. And we'll have a very quick look at that. And then HeyGen is your uh, face to camera clone stuff. Um, if you want a free trial of HeyGen, you can go to heygen.com.au, sign up, get a free trial, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, it's also here in the US, it's just heygen.com. Yep. Okay, so a couple of tools to evaluate. Um, I'm just going to move this out of the road. So bear with me a sec. Um, so I'm just going to, I've got a whole pile of slides open here, so I'll just quickly show you. So if you've never seen Descript before, um, just go to Descript.com. It's primarily um, editing with text. So you record your video, you upload it to Descript. It has a transcription, AI transcription function built into it. And then it, it allows you to edit the video by just selecting the text and doing something. So you could select an option to get rid of all the ums and ahs from your video. Um, and it will automatically do them. You just push the delete and they're gone. And what it does is when you edit it in the text, it removes it from the video as well. So if there's a paragraph in there that you don't like, you just select the paragraph, push delete, and it chops it out of the video as well. So if you're not a, um, up to speed on video editing tools such as um, you know, Premiere Pro or Camtasia or something like that, this is a really good way to get started. It's easy to do it. Um, this is just quickly the inside of HeyGen and just here, this is, to me, this is the big advantage of this tool is I literally have my own video clone. So that's me, if you see my, my face, um, and I, I can make myself talk, et cetera, et cetera. And then it comes with a whole pile of other ones. So if you don't want to clone yourself, you can use one of the other clones there and do face to camera stuff. Uh, let's see, Runway ML, I've played with it very briefly. It's a very interesting tool that does a lot of different things, including things like, um, taking pictures and making videos out of them and stuff like that. Uh, you might want to go, I, I can't speak too in depth on it because I've only just played with it. You might want to check it out. I hear lots of good things about it. Uh, Roll AI, I, I think I Julie, you real quick on that. Sorry? Sorry, Aaron. I wasn't trying to interrupt. I was just saying Runway ML, their, their um, mobile um, app is pretty amazing as well. I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. That's one definitely to pay attention to because their, their abilities seem to be like getting better, like duplicating, you know what I mean? Like getting better much, much faster. So anyway, just wanted to throw that in there, but go check out their, um, their app too, the runway ML one. They're pretty yeah. impressive. I, I will say for Roll at the moment, their primary app is for iPhones. So they do work with Android, but they don't currently have a native app for it. So just keep that in mind if you're an Android user like me. Another one you may have seen or heard of is Veed.io. does a whole pile of different stuff. I'm not going to go into any details on it. Uh, I think it's pronounced Video. 
video on video. I would have never thought of that. So Wonder Studio, actually one of the guys in the group here told me a bit about it. I haven't used it. It's basically a tool, that, uh, AI tool that animates um, CG characters. Have a look at that if that works for you. Um, I've played briefly with Opus Clip, which is a repurposing tool. So you would import your video, say a 30 minute or 50 minute, and it will create a whole pile of little short one and two minute videos and allow you to put captions and all sorts of stuff. So really good if you want to do a lot of posting of content to social media. And then just quickly, two things about um, Descript. Another thing, I use Descript a lot for voice cloning. So it actually, if you're on the pro plan, it has a voice cloning functionality where you can upload a 10 minute um, audio file of yourself talking and then it will clone the voice and then all you have to do is type the text in and it will produce it. Um, now, uh, my personal thoughts on that are that it's good, it's not great, but I've also struggled to find any voice cloning stuff that works with my Australian accent. So if you're not an American, you might uh, 11 check labs. They, they just... Yeah, 11 uh, labs. Yeah, 11 Labs is the the most common one, but it doesn't work for me. I've tried it. I come out with an American accent. They don't no, I mean, they, they, have, they have a way to select uh, Australian accents. I just heard the guys from Australia, they tried it, and they tried to uh, do a prank call to their mother asking for $30,000, and uh, it was pretty funny. So, and, okay. and, and, it, and it made the Australian accent. I mean, you can select from that or other accents, so it's pretty right. interesting. Okay, well, that's relatively new because when I tried it, it didn't work. So, oh, as but in this if, if you're if you're using Descript, uh, the overdub feature is great. And then also, I mentioned audiograms, and you can see here their examples are just like the waveforms with an image background. So, it could be useful if someone doesn't like to appear on camera. So, moving on. Um, so if you want to create video, the first place you got to start with is come up with some topic ideas. And I like using ChatGPT for that. So I went to chat GPT and said, provide 30 ideas for content about using video for your marketing. And it came up with 30 different topic ideas there. And then I said, okay, well, I like um, this one here, 10 video marketing mistakes to avoid. So I then told chat GPT, using that topic, write me a script for the voiceover of a video. And a couple of little tips you might find useful, write in first person. So that is you basically, and use contractions. So contractions are, when you say do not, it becomes don't, for example. And the reason for using that is that contractions, when you use them in your voiceover, they sound more natural on video. A lot of people say, I do not, but in real life, most of us say, I don't. Things like that, okay? So don't include topic introductions or any kind of welcome, because otherwise it gives you a whole pile of junk. And then it just popped out this little script, which I thought was pretty good. And what I did then is say, okay, well, now I want to make a video of it. So I went over to Descript and I copy pasted the video into Descript firstly. Um, I've got my AI voice there. So once this, once it's in there, I just apply the voice. You can, it's got stock voices as well, but I've applied the voice and it produces the voice. I'm not going to try and play it because it doesn't play through the, the thing. And then to make the each of these is a scene, so you just throw an image in there. So I just basically went to Canva and chose 10 or 12 slides that match the topic. And each time we move to a new scene, it just changes it. And then you just export it. And you can create different size or different formats like landscape, square, or portrait as well. So quite can, can you play it just to show us? I know we can't hear it, but I'm just curious just how it yeah, looks. Yeah, sure. 
uh, let me just go to YouTube because I knew people might want to see it. So if you just go to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com at video-easy, and then look for this one, 10 Video Marketing Mistakes. Do you have subtitles and, on? So just okay, it's just yeah. a slideshow with a voice. Yeah. You, you can make it fancier than that. But yeah. I just wanted to show something really simple. I've done a lot more elaborate stuff than that, but that's just a really simple way that you can create video for your content. Okay. And the and the system that you were showing us is that hey Jen, where you had those uh, slides? No. So this is all this was all done in Descript. Oh okay. all right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. So that shows you basically the basics of Descript and the voice. So I'll just go over to Hey Jen. And well, the way that works is I've got my own clone and I'm going to make a, let's say I'm doing a landscape video. And if you've got your own voice cloned, again, I don't have my voice cloned with them only because they use 11 labs and currently it does not handle my um, Australian accent. So what I'm doing for myself is I just delete. So text to script, you can type in your text and it will talk, or you can just click the audio script and either upload a file that you've pre-recorded or record it in sections. So nice and easy to do. Um, and I just, each time I want to change scenes, I can put something in the background behind there. I can move this around so I can make it close up or I can do the, whoops, the nice. circle view, all that sort of stuff. So very flexible. I've had an opportunity to see the next version of this and it is light years ahead of what you're seeing here, but it's not available for public consumption yet. Just keep your ears open. Um, and you can, if, if you go to back to my video easy channel and just look for one of these, for example, I'm not going to. So this was made with Hey Jen. So it's got a title at the top and as it plays, I put captions in there and I've got some branding in there built around the colors for the, the, the site. So, you know, if you want to create lots of short little nine by 16 social media type videos, it's a great way of doing that as well. All right. Um, nice. And then in terms of creating your videos, you just have to think about what kind of dimensions do you want? Do you want the, the 16 by nine, which is your um, uh, what are they? portrait landscape? Or do you want the nine by 16, which is the, the portrait type version? You finish editing it, you render a download, you add captions. Some of these applications have captions built in and then publish and promote. Um, and so that's kind of a really quick overview of the, the products out there. All of these tools are getting better. There's new stuff coming on the market all the time. Um, as I said, keep an eye and an ear open for HeyGen. I'll be publishing updated yeah. information as they launch the new whiz bang amazing all singing and all dancing product which is way cooler okay that's the basics for me guys any questions okay. i just want to point out that somebody class. somebody who's <laughs> experienced in video production creates presentations like this that you just saw instead of us rambling around beautiful aaron you just compactly presented all of the yeah. different aspects of video and ai and uh, thank you, production thank you and, and you know it's an interesting well. point you know, we, we are here live on a show. You could, with a fair bit of work, you could do this entire show using AI video avatars or clones. It'd be a lot of work, but you could do it. 
and and yeah. that technology is just going to get better over time and it will be easier to do this sort of stuff so and referencing our previous show i think people would be less likely to watch <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say, Aaron, that um, you know one of the things you brought up. What, there, there's so much in there. Like, I, I'm so glad this is a video format because like everybody can go and watch and replay if they want to, and look at all the amazing tools because there's like so much good nuggets in there. But one of the things that really stood out to me is, you know, I've spent the better part of the last two three years uh, coaching people on LinkedIn strategy, which oftentimes video comes out of that right and creating content and stuff and and by far one of the biggest uh pushbacks i get from video is that people just don't feel comfortable being on video this is this would be difficult for them um i'd even put my wife who's amazing and she's an amazing dietitian but she's an introvert versus versus me i'm an extrovert this doesn't bother me at all for her it, it takes a bit of work to get her to get up to doing something like this so a long time ago, before we were even any of this AI. So last year, as a joke, I used like a Snapchat filter and I think it turned me into a bear. And I don't know, I was just in a silly mood that day. And I put out a video on LinkedIn as, as myself, but as this talking head bear thing. And I just, I talk low in this voice like this, right? So like no AI whatsoever. And I was like, I was just pointing out silly stuff that happened in sales and, and whatever, whatever. Well, it was a silly video, but like it got the point across and people really resonated with it. And so people are like, we want to see more of the bear. What do we want to see more of the bear? When is the bear going to come back? Which first I realized they didn't want to see my face. They wanted to see the bear. Uh, so that that hurt and I had to get over that. But, you know, um, I, what I, think it, I think what it really does is what I see from what you're doing is like for these extroverts or for these introverts, rather, for these people who would just who have all this amazing content, they would love to share. But the concept of being on camera is just a little too overwhelming. Like, wow, you've shown like so many cool ideas on how somebody could totally either have an avatar or maybe replace themselves totally with a bear or a robot or something like that. I mean, LinkedIn alone, we're always pointing out that there's not truthfully enough comedy on LinkedIn. And I don't mean slapstick and stuff like that, but I follow people on LinkedIn who are doing a really good job with interjecting yeah. comedy into their content. Let, let me let me give you a little tip there, um, Brian. Comedy, Go if you it. want to do comedy... ChatGPT is actually pretty good at it. Yeah, like, into that's it. Like, I've written poems with comedy, uh, sorry, poems with ChatGPT that people thought were amazing and didn't realize it came out of it. I've done a little bit of comedy stuff as well. So, you know, even if you want to be funny, but you're not very funny, you can make some steps there. So, And, and um, maybe, Beth, you can add to that because you do, like, improv and stuff. So this is, like, right up your alley. Do you feel like you could see people who are maybe a little intimidated to do something like that, being able to use some of these AI tools as sort of like a go-between? So this is one of those human in the loop thing. If you're not sure what's funny, chat GPT will not help you. Right? <laughs> so like, if you have a pretty good sense of like where, like, oh, that's funny. I would say chat GPT is funny. Like every, uh, it's, it's not above 50%. Um, but. Uh, There's a market opportunity, a humorous AI. Yeah. <laughs> I want to I do a transition tried. here. I yeah. want to just mention and, and uh, add some context and history. For three decades now, we've had computer-generated imagery in almost real time, like from when Silicon Graphics Reality Engine came out and it was able to produce this stuff. Now we have far more powerful CGI and we're adding AI to its production. And we're lucky to have Jun Mi 
who is in the heart of this technology <laughs> for media. And so let's jump over to June Me because I want to see some of the whiz bang stuff that's, a, that's possible now. Sure, 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 sure. Um, I think for me, uh, or, I, or we'll say from like the filmmaking side of things, uh, the number one thing that I'm seeing out of all of these AI tools is the amount of time that it saves, right? Mm -hmm. So the amount of time that you can save from editing because you can edit by text, uh, the amount of time you can save by using a tool like uh, Opus Clip or Munch uh, to cut down on uh, extracting you know, social media relevant type clips from your long form media, that's that's a huge time saver, right? Something that would normally take you five hours to do will take you only two or three hours to do. I mean, that's cutting your time in half, right? Mm -hmm. um, the amount of uh, uh, the amount of time that you can you can save just if you're doing long form. So there's a tool called Autopod uh, that came out recently. And it's a plugin for Adobe Premiere. So if you're a long form type editor and you're using a, we'll call it a traditional nonlinear editor like uh, Adobe Premiere, you plug that in. And if you're doing anything that's like multi-camera uh, fixed and or in, you know, like in a podcast format where you have multiple speakers and things like that, this thing will give you an initial draft edit of... Mm the entire uh the wow. uh, the entire event so if it's like an hour-long podcast that can take hours to just cut down into uh the different camera angles and you can cut all that down just with this one tool and then of course you got to go in and do the fine editing and that's where the that's where the real magic happens with editing is one frame here one frame there and things like that but that's a huge time saver. So th those are the kind of things that uh, I'm most interested in and I love seeing coming out of it. And uh, speaking to what Aaron was talking about when uh, he mentioned role AI. Now, from filmmaking side of things, this is super, uh, super exciting because what they're doing with their AI is not only give you an auto edit, uh, from from all the feeds that you're 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 putting into it, uh, not only is it all remote, but it's really unlocking the hardware that's in iPhones and iPads and and things like that, using it to its maximum uh, potential. But on top of that, their biggest value proposition there is you can have in camera movement. Now that's that's unheard of. In camera move in camera movement is is fantastic like you you require yourself multiple people multiple cameras all these hours of setup and everything like that but you can do this all via ai and can you explain the in camera movement? movement yeah so can you explain so the camera, camera movement, movement a little bit more i don't understand it sure sure so so camera movement if you've watched any movie or tv show or whatnot you'll notice that they'll do tracking shots right the mm. camera will follow a car driving along Right? right. Or they'll or they'll zoom in for effect onto somebody's face, you know, and, and those kinds of things. So these are these crane shots moving the camera, moving, you know, different uh, different angles coming down or, gotcha. you know, you're on a track, a dolly track and you're moving the camera around. So that's what I mean by camera movement. And so what camera movement adds is a huge dynamic range for your 
for your content, right? Or for your video or your, your film. And so they can accomplish all of this via AI. Means you have your static camera and they add in all of that. Hmm. I'm excited by that because what it, what's required by the AI is that it takes the video and then creates a 3D model of the space that's shown on this two-dimensional image and then says, okay, what would this image look like if I moved over here? And they do that in real time. Just it's stunning. Yeah, it's it's blows my mind. And so I... I personally, that's my most exciting tool that I, that I want to get into. And I know all my filmmaker friends are going to be like, but shoot on an iPhone. You've got to be kidding me. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but it's really good. There's a real, there's some really good hardware in there. And the iPhone system, they don't even tap into like, you know, 60% of it. So you have, you have all of this extra raw data to work with. And that's what role AI is. And so I'm just hoping more and more tools come out like that. Because I'll tell you what, it's easier to carry one backpack full of iPhones than it is to just carry case after case of uh, cameras and equipment. Yeah, Junior, uh, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong, sure but, I, but I think this is similar to how uh, if you take a, a still image, uh, you know, like a, a rendered image, and, yeah. and then you animate it. You can animate that. And the animation actually provides some three-dimensionality to what was a two-dimensional image. And the mm -hmm. AI is figuring out what the depth of field is and what all the layers are, and then creating a model out of that in order to make right. a simple animation. And I think I, I don't have any personal references to that, but I, I've seen some demos of that where you take an image and then you animate it. Maybe you've seen ones where they take an old photo of a person and make it turn its head and, and so yeah. on. That's like a rudimentary expression of that. Right. Uh, so right. there's lots of possibilities here with imagery. Definitely. Yeah. Runway Definitely. email does that. And also, um, Heijin has something called talking photo where you can put a photo and it will animate the lips moving while talking and even move the head a little bit. Um, and I've done a, if on my video channel, there's actually a sample example. I've created an image of a French maitre d' in a restaurant and animated that. That was created mid-journey. And then I used um, Talking Photo to turn that into a, an animated guy talking and I put a French voice on it. So, uh, and that's real basic stuff now. That's this sort of technology is right. going to get way I mean, back in the... Back in the 90s, we had Conan O'Brien. He was just putting the lips in and making it sound like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? So, like, we've come a long way from uh, from the old school clips, which still make me laugh 20 years later. The teeth and the mark and the teeth and stuff like that. Anyway, for any of those that are old school, I want to ask uh, Conan Robert fans. a question. Robert, yeah. are you guys using video in training for franchisees? You know, this is something that I brought up several times to our team because we're international. So the bigger question is, how can we take our our stock training and be able to use a translation tools? So I'm going a, a different direction with the tools and being able to to translate. So I know it's not the topic of today, but you know, going into pro Portuguese or Spanish or uh, other languages, which is, which is actually a lot easier now than ever, ever before. So, um, and I'll, I'll, yeah, so that was my first go-to when it comes to video. Um, we do lots of looms and, and 
you know, captures to, between the team internally. But when it comes to yeah, training videos, um, this could allow us to do basically the founder could be the face of all the training videos when a new franchise owner gets on board. Um, and so it's a quite a little bit more, I don't know, it'd be interesting. So uh, we've all, we've, we've pitched that to them hundred uh, percent. We have a lot of other projects in the pipeline. So this has kind of been put on the back burner, but yeah, I, I see where you're going with that, Andy. And it's something that's on our, on our minds. And I, I it is fascinating. Of, Go ahead. Ben. It is one of the things that it's one of the easiest things when it starts to become like click a button and it translates in growing audience, mm -hmm. right? You're not creating new content. You're just, translating the content but not by putting subtitles across the bottom but by actually um if you have it written it's totally possible now right like you can just generate another voice that's speaking a different language um or generate your voice speaking a different language but yeah, soon you'll be able to just like take this it's speaking this language and it's going to do audio to audio translation yeah you know how when you watch a film that's been overdubbed in a different language but the lips aren't syncing well, yeah, AI can make the lip sync in the new. That's language. the thing of the past at this point. Yeah, that's like, or it's yeah. going to be. You're right, Andy. Like, it's the idea of overdub video. Which I mean, look for us that live in the states. Those of us who live in the states, like, that's not something we've had to deal with a lot. Maybe to the advent, unless you were just like into maybe anime movies or foreign movies or something like that. And now we even like Netflix. You see some really good movies coming out of like Mexico and things like that, and it's overdubbed. But yeah, I. I think it's not something as an American I've had to deal with a lot in my life versus maybe somebody who lives in the Philippines. Um, and so now I'm thinking, oh, what a what a much better movie going experience for them if they go to watch a Mission Impossible and it's not overdubbed, but it's actually, uh, you know, Tom Cruise's voice speaking in the right accent, in the right language. And, and, and like you said, Andy, everything's I, moving. Right I think forward. even bigger than that, and this is one of the, the, the tricks of the trade that Mr. Beast uh, made him so popular, among other things, is he went to other countries and he developed a whole different brand in Spanish, in Portuguese, mm, in Chinese. Right. He he became a billionaire because he was able to capitalize on the audience that was being left behind by YouTube because people don't create content from multiple languages. And he was one of the... Not, the, not so much the first, but one of the ones that really doubled down on it, and it's brilliant uh, exercise. So I think when it comes to build brand, building a brand and doing an international brand, being able to do it in multiple languages is going to be so much easier than ever before. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I want to say, I want to yeah. give leave you guys with a thought. Star Trek, um, what's the word? Uh, Universal Translator. Anyone <laughs> who's ever watched Star Trek, you know what that is. Yeah. The, that the is so damn close it's yeah. almost here and uh like facebook just did a, a release the other day of a version of that we are going to have a probably an app on our phone in the next one or two years where you'll be able to go to any country talk on the phone it'll translate and then translate back there'll be no more phrase books and anything like that so once they integrate that exists right now video, yeah wow. they have google glasses that will translate uh in front of you the words you know and so and so we're talking about education and AI later in the week. Yeah. Uh, so come back because <laughs> this is sort of setting up that show in some ways. And so yeah, let me do this because I know we're over by a minute, which is fine. But um, just as we sort of wrap up today's conversation, obviously we got just a ton of like a, a masterclass for Aaron at the top end of the show and showing all the different tools. And look, I realize that people might be watching this and get a little overwhelmed and be like, that's, that's a lot. I couldn't start. And I think it goes back to what we say about all 
new AI type processes is that you really focus in, try not to take, well, no, I shouldn't say that. Robert, you're like, take everything in. But uh, I think you can pick one or two of these tools, like a HeyGen or something like that. I know. I know we don't have time for a pushback today. Uh, you know, a HeyGen or one of these tools. <laughs> and um, just just go play with it is what I think all of us would say is like, just go just go play with it. If, if something that Aaron showed you today or what Jimmy's talking about with Roll AI looks impressive and you're like, I wonder if I could do that. You you very well probably can. I don't think anybody on this uh, panel um, or in this in the show has some sort of like amazing skill set that somebody watching this couldn't very well go and use some of these AI tools. And the last thing I'll say too is, you know, be fine with taking some processes and breaking them down into like bite-sized pieces and then figuring out where AI fits inside that that uh, scenario. And the, the very quick 20 second um, example of this is this show. So we take this show and one of the pain points we've dealt with is repurposing content from this show into multiple other platforms and video and breakouts. And you've probably already seen those in TikTok when Jimmy's doing, but also on YouTube, Aaron's doing and, and then all of our individual LinkedIn's. Um, but before we can get to a truly fully automated process, which we would all very much love, we do have to go and break down the, the parts and the pieces and the tasks and then figure out, okay, what which one of these tasks could AI possibly replace? And then you do a plug and play and a plug and play. So this idea that you're just going to have this great idea or take a show like this and just automatically AI automate it is probably not the way that it's going to end up rolling out. But if you're willing to break it down into tasks, I think you could be very, very successful. So hopefully you saw something today that really inspired you. Um, I know it did me. I'm like blown away by what you guys just showed. <laughs> and so uh, it makes me want to go play with this stuff even more. Um, but we'll be back all week with all the topics. Like Beth said, we have a great topic on Thursday about uh, AI and education. Friday's topic I'm really excited about. I don't think I'll be able to be here for it, but it's just talking about why uh, so many companies keep talking about how they want to use AI, but they don't actually do it. And why is that? Why is it a tease? So I think that's going to be a really fun topic for you guys. I can't wait to see the shows. Okay, that's it. We're over. So I'm going to put the outro music on. See you later. Welcome to Monday, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Or Tuesday here. Or Tuesday. <laughs>